Welcome to Prompt Help Podcast. Here at Prompt Help, we're touching on all of the trends and topics relevant today in health and wellness. Each and every week, we chat with health experts in medical, holistic, and allied health and wellness so they may share their wisdom with you. We believe everyone's journey in health and wellness should be personalized for them as one size does not fit all. Make sure you check out PromptHealth.ca to see how we personally are combating some of the inefficiencies within the healthcare system. Without further ado, I'm Heidi and this journey to the healthier you can begin right now. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Prompt Help Podcast. We are back again with another hot health topic and another health expert to walk us through it. Most people are not aware of the different types of health practitioners who offer all these wonderful solutions. And that is exactly why we're having these conversations to provide more education around who does what. Our today's topic is on top three tips to improve gut health. And we had the pleasure to connect with Kelly Carter. Kelly is a certified nutritional practitioner with bachelor's degree in applied human nutrition. And she's also the founder and architect of the Fat Loss Food Freedom Lifestyle Program. This program is a comprehensive custom food plan tailored to individuals' needs, goals, and unique circumstances, and includes ongoing support from her. Now, without further ado, let's get started with Kelly here. So I am here with Kelly Carter. Kelly is a nutritionist from Ontario. Thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for having me. Of course. So today we're going to talk about gut health and I'm so excited to learn more from you. It's such an important topic as we all know and there's been so much talk around it in recent years. I guess it's not a new trend anymore but there's more and more awareness. Um, There's more talk around why it's so important and how it affects our overall health but I'm not going to go into the science of it. I'll let you as the expert to (laughs) tell us more about that. So I'm going to turn the floor to you. You can tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do, and we'll get right, we get into gut health. Great. So yes, my name is Kelly Carter. I'm a certified nutritional practitioner and I work mostly one-on-one with clients who want to find a sustainable way to improve their life because I'm tired of this wellness industry pumping out these programs and products that work very short term, you know, you lose the weight, you feel great. And then a couple months later, you're back to your old lifestyle. So what is part of the core of what I teach and what I coach is understanding gut health and understanding that you are only as healthy as your digestive system is, you know, you the gut is the second brain. That's actually something that I've been hearing for the past couple of years. And it's really, really important to take care of. It's, you know, what we eat, what we drink, a lot of like mental health can affect our gut as well. There's just so much research going out there on, you know, how important it is to understand and take care of what's going on in your digestive system. And I'm really excited to get into, you know, three very specific habits that you can start today in order to improve your gut health. 
Wonderful. And, and I'm so excited to have this conversation with you because as you just mentioned, there is so much information out there not necessarily coming from the sources that we need to have it. So there's lots of information and misinformation. And, and that's exactly why we created Prompt Health to have the information coming from accredited people such as yourself. Uh, so this is great that we're having this conversation. So as you mentioned, there is uh, a lot of uh, talk around prebiotic, probiotic and different types of food we should have. And um, it's almost, it's too overwhelming, right? So, and, and we know that probiotic and probiotics uh, help to replenish and maintain the bacteria balance in our gut. Can you tell us more about that and uh, a little bit more information about supplements that are good for gut? Absolutely. So then my number one supplement for gut health is probiotics because we naturally used to get a lot of probiotics through the food that we ate, you know, 500,000 years ago when we didn't have refrigeration and all these chemicals and preservatives to preserve our food. We had to ferment our food. And what, you know, most people know now is fermented food contains probiotics. So back in the olden days, we used to eat a lot of probiotics naturally and it would replenish our gut. Uh, and nowadays we're not eating like the average person doesn't get any probiotics in, in a day. So I recommend to everyone that they find a really good quality probiotic to replenish the gut because it's very tough for people to always stay on track of your food or always make sure that you have you know, kombucha or sauerkraut or kimchi, something that's fermented in your daily routine. And you know, a lot of us are on antibiotics for various reasons and other medications that can really affect uh, the bacteria. My one tip on choosing a probiotic is to make sure that you're choosing one that has an enteric coating, meaning it has a very specific coating on the outside so that it can get into your small intestine. A lot of probiotics that don't have this coating, it opens up in your uh, from the stomach acid and all of that beautiful bacteria almost gets eaten up by your stomach. So by the time you need it in the small intestine and large intestine, you might get like 10 or 20% of the bacteria that was part of the uh, pill itself. So if you have that enteric coating, it's like almost guaranteeing that you're going to be able to digest it properly and it gets to the right place and you will see improvement. I've been on a probiotic for the past eight years and I can tell there's a difference when I skip two or three days. Like I, I can tell in my gut. So, so that was really great. I never, I didn't know that. Uh, so as an average person that doesn't have this information, so let's go, I go to a health store and I pick up a bottle of probiotic. What do I look at? So how do I know what to look mm -hmm. at? You, I personally believe that because probiotics are live bacteria and they do so much in our system, I personally believe that anything that's on a shelf isn't going to be half as good as something that you're getting in the refrigerator. So if you're looking for any type of probiotic, please look in the refrigerator first. Uh, and then on the bottle, you always want to make sure that you're looking at the non-medical ingredients. There's, it's always good to look that there's different strains per probiotic because the more different strains you get, the more variation you're getting and it can help with overall gut healing. But you want to make sure that it's not, it doesn't contain a lot of fillers. It doesn't contain things like gluten or soy or wheat. 
or uh, dairy, things that a lot of us have uh, gut issues with in the first place that can almost counteract uh, taking the probiotic. It's It was funny when I, because I thought probiotics were naturally gluten-free, wheat-free, that sort of thing. Um, but when I found out that a lot of them weren't because of the certain fillers that they use, it was so mind-boggling to me because gluten is one of those foods that really can destroy your gut, depending on who you are. And you're taking this probiotic to help your gut, but it also contains the thing that is actually hurting your gut at the same time. So always look for the non-medical ingredients or that they will always highlight if it's gluten-free, wheat-free, soy-free, that sort of thing. Okay. That's really good. That was one of my questions. How do you know to go for the refrigerator or the shelf? And obviously the ones in the refrigerator are more expensive. So I thought they would be better, but that's good to know the scientific reason behind it. Um, and how often is recommended to, to take probiotic? Do you only take it when you're on antibiotic or other times? That's a really good question because I take a probiotic and I recommend taking a probiotic every single day because the, your gut needs support every single day. Um, in terms of, you know, when you're on a bout of antibiotics, I don't recommend taking probiotics during that time because you never know how that's going to interact with the antibiotics. And there is a time and place for those uh, antibiotics. So, but once that is over, I like, I tell my clients to eat double, triple, maybe five times the amount of probiotics that they take because antibiotics don't, just kill the bad bacteria, it kills all bacteria. And it's really, really important to get like 50 to 100 to 150 billion, depending on who you are and like how long you've been taking the probiotics for. Because uh, on average, I recommend taking, you know, 10 to 20 billion per capsule uh, each and every day. Mm -hmm. And for people that don't know this, there is a good, there is good bacteria and bad bacteria in our gut. And it's really important to maintain a healthy balance of microbiome right to have healthy gut so supplements was your number one tip what's number two it's what you don't put into your body is uh number two and i kind of touched on this before a lot of my clients don't realize how certain foods are affecting their gut and I'm not the type of nutritionist to tell you that like you should never eat bread again or you should never eat cheese again. But I like to do experiments on how do you feel when we remove this certain food for you know two to three to four weeks and what happens when we add it back. And I find that a lot of people, including myself, really notice the difference in our digestive system and we experience more bloating and headaches and um, just even like constipation when we add gluten and dairy and soy back into our diets. So those are the top three foods that I tell people to really be cautious about how often you're eating it and how much you're eating because our bodies can get very used to feeling not so good all the time. Uh, and I think that's one of the biggest eye openers for uh, my clients is finding that, you know, yes, they love cheese because cheese is so delicious. Uh, but when they feel so much better removing that cheese and then how they feel so terrible after having, you know, a couple pieces of cheddar cheese on their toast in the morning, uh, it really does put it into perspective of, okay, it's not my nutritionist telling me that I shouldn't have this dairy. It's my body telling me 
I don't deal with it properly and I don't feel good. So dairy, gluten, and soy are my top three foods to remove or stay away from as much as possible. I'm so glad you mentioned that because that's another one of those vague areas that we keep hearing about dairy, gluten, soy, and then Sometimes I wonder, should I be taking it? Should I not be taking it? But it, but what you mentioned was really good experimentation and finding out what works for you and what doesn't and balance, right? Yeah, so that was really good. Yeah, because I mean, I love ice cream and I don't have it all the time now. When I do, I have smaller amounts and I enjoy it because it's when we start talking about so much restriction, I'm all about sustainability and that's not very sustainable for the average person. Hundred percent, yeah. Okay, so we talked about supplements. We talked about we talked about what not to have. What's number three? So number three is going to be the number one food to add to your diet to make sure that you're supporting gut health. And for me, that's your fibrous foods that become gelatinous. So meaning chia seeds, flaxseed, uh, aloe vera. Those three things, when you add water to it, become very gelatinous, meaning like jelly type, and they soak up toxins in your gut, which is so, so important because a lot of us think that we'll just exercise, you know, our extra body fat or we'll exercise to feel better, um, but we don't know how to remove the toxins properly. And a lot of the toxins in our gut are either just they're literally just sitting there. They don't know what to do. Um, and these gelatinous products suck up toxins and remove them from our system through our bowels. So you're not like sweating them out or doing anything um, like to get those toxins into other places. Adding chia seeds and flaxseed is the easiest that I find to my clients' uh, diet. Aloe vera is kind of a little bit harder to find, uh, but really anything that becomes a gel in the body is so amazing because they're also really, really high in fiber too. Great reminder. And um, as you said, chia seed and um, flax seeds, easy to take in smoothies or in your like breakfast bowl or things like that. And I try to do that because I really need the fiber. Um, aloe vera was an interesting one. Where do you find aloe vera? Like how, how do you find well, that? That's the thing. It can be very hard to find. There's certain juices that uh, companies do sell. I don't know if the juices do the same thing because it's not the actual like aloe vera gel. Um, I remember I caught mine from one of my teachers in school. They had an aloe vera plant and they showed how to cut it open and like scrape out the gel. So if you have an aloe vera plant, then you're doing good. Um, I just, I, I don't know how uh, the average person does just buy it by itself. Maybe you, you buy the plant and then you have aloe vera for the rest of your life. I, I was actually wondering about that because I know some people with like skin issues use aloe vera on their skin and it does magic. And I was wondering if you can actually eat it. So that's good to know. That's yeah, good. it's actually really, it's definitely a texture thing. Um, but it just goes back to that whole, like these jelly, these foods that become very gelatinous are so important. And it's something that the reason I wanted to bring it up in this conversation was it's something that people don't think of uh, automatically. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I never thought about it. Um, I always watch my mom putting it on her burnt skin. <laughs> but I'm like, oh, oh. It's so, so good for that too. Yeah, totally. 
Okay, well, this was wonderful. Like I learned a lot in such a short period of time. To, um, top three tips to maintain healthy gut. Um, Kelly, how can people learn more about you and what you do and where can they find you? So you can find me on Prompt Health now, which is really, really exciting. You know, Kelly Carter Nutrition is my handle. So if that's for Facebook, for Instagram, those are the two that I'm really on. And my website is www.kellycarter.ca. Very simple. If you search Kelly Carter Nutrition, you'll find me. Amazing. Thanks, Kelly. And before we end this, um, it just occurred for, to, to ask you, do you think from seeing your, um, your clients, is it always obvious to them um, some of the things we just talked about, like gut health? Um, or yeah, exactly. It's not. And I think what's really exciting is gut health it affects every part of your life. So one of the things that I'm finding, or I found, sorry, on my journey to becoming who I am today, my energy got better. I was more productive in a day. I didn't get as distracted. I didn't have brain fog. And it all had to do with how my gut was working. And it's, I think that's the most incredible thing that you could do anything with your health. You can go on any diet, you can take any supplement, you can do whatever anyone asks, but if you don't focus on your gut health, nothing will get fixed for the long term. And again, that's what I'm all about. So it's anything related to health, I find always comes back to the digestive system. That's amazing. And that's why we created that as one of the categories on, on prompt health as, um, as more like an education tool to prompt people that there's all these other things to think of when you think of nutrition, because the traditional directory is always like, here, go find a nutritionist or dietitian. And most people think they go to a dietitian or nutritionist when they're, you know, looking for weight management or things like that but there's so much more behind that there's the gut health there's food sensitivity allergy this that so so i'm glad to hear that from you it's confirmation that the need is there and that's what people that's what people are looking for yes thank you so much too for having me on today it was really fun yeah thank you thanks for joining me and looking forward to more collaborations absolutely all right thank you have a great day you too. Bye. You've been listening to the Prompt Health Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, or YouTube, and check us out on our website, prompthealth.ca. Subscribe for free to keep listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen from. Ratings and reviews would mean the absolute world to us. And tell your friends, Prompt Health is the next big thing. Find similar episodes every Sunday. Until next time, 